It's a beautiful day in a neighborhood. It's always great to be here, especially when dreams come true. Oh, yes. The Columbus Dream Center in the house today. We're going to talk about that. And wherever you live, hopefully you have that dream center, too. You're going to learn about that, how important it is to community, how to get involved, and, and how this helps with health and wellness. A lot of people don't understand when you get good adjustment. And, and you know what's going on in your mind and you know you're getting the right food and, and, and the dreams are fulfilled and you're being part of something bigger and better, it makes your life that much more richer. So that's what we're talking about today. The Columbus Dream Center is coming up next on the Bob Jeswald Show. Personal power. People positive. The community of connection. This is the Bob Jeswald Show. Okay, everybody, it is a great day, as I said, in the, in the neighborhood here. Columbus, Georgia is a good place to be. And the Columbus Dream Center is one that you don't want to miss. It's, it's, it's really big. I mean, this is it's a big deal. There, you know, when you, when you add faith to the equation, of course, it's everything, and that's what makes everything tick. But we are going to find out how you can be part of something like the Dream Center, which I think is great. I volunteered one day and got to feed some of the neighbors and, in the area and the neighborhood, and it's, it's a good feeling to uh, – it's, it's an honor. It's humbling to stack a bag filled with uh, some groceries and food for those who are, are not getting fed. And, and that's what we're supposed to do, you know, in our communities, right? And my guest is here to tell us all about, before I go any further, is our very own Beatrice Cassiano Allen, and she's in the house here with the Columbus Dream Center. And we certainly appreciate everything you do. So as I introduced you a little bit as the executive director and you're leading the way, I know you're certified, you're, you're somebody who's been around for a while. Explain your background real quick and why the Dream Center is so important to you. Okay. Yes. Wonderful. Well, thank you for having me on the show. Absolutely. I appreciate it. And um, well, my name again, is Beatrice Cassiano Allen. Um, I am originally from Hartford, Connecticut, and um, I've been in Columbus since 2012. And um, a little bit of brief history. I was the executive director for Big Brothers Big Sisters. I've worked a lot with children and families. And, um, you know, to the core, that is something that I enjoy and I, I, I love is working with, with children and families. And so the Dream Center, um, I've been the executive director since December of 2020. And um, since then, you know, when we came in, it was, you know, 2020, as you can imagine, has been a challenging time for everyone. And Absolutely. so when I came in, um, the previous um, director had was retiring and and. I, I went ahead and stepped in, and um, 2020, we did amazing work in the community despite the, the challenges with the, in the Columbus Dream Center. Um, and so since then, I've come in, kind of assessed, and continue to push to continue to serve more and more families because now we're starting to see a different type of family that we're serving. And so it's no longer, um, you know, the underprivileged that we're, ser we're serving, but now we're seeing an increase in homelessness but all and and also an increase of people being unemployed so the gener the the demographic looks a little bit younger and so um you know what we do at the Columbus Dream Center you know just to kind of share with a little bit of, of those that don't know but we provide um uh, groceries we provide a free meal on the third Saturday we provide clothing free hair care um and also hygiene products and what Something that I've begun to have began to do this year was um, the social service piece. So that's kind of connecting with the clients a little bit more and also providing them with resources, additional resources that we do not provide in-house, but making those partnerships in the community. You're, you're very specific in that, too, so I understand. You know, the, the groceries, the free meal, 
the hair and of course all the uh, your your toiletries or, or just some of your personal hygiene products. Yeah. You don't want to go beyond that scope because that scope is very specific, and I think that's that's good. And I, I witnessed some of that. Yes. Um, is is there? Do you work in tandem with other? Areas so you know which which areas need to be plugged in and filled, or do you? Because I know I was there, I I was amazed at how many people were in need. Yes, so on a monthly basis, we serve between seventy five to one hundred and twenty five people, um, and so um, you know we we strive to to serve as many as we can, um, and our numbers continue to to we see a, an increase during the holiday season, um, and then the new years, you know, kind of the more colder months, um, there is a a huge influx. So we can go all the way up to serving between 125 to, you know, 150 on those cases. So um, the family structure looks different. We we have a lot of um, um, elderly people that we serve. um, And they, of course, are single um, um, family homes. But then we also have families that have between, you know, three to seven kids at a time that come in. So we want to, at the same time, when folks come in, I know a lot of times your, your husband's a pastor. Yes. And and so in there, there's a nice thing that goes along with this, too, because, of course, when we're in need like that, and you're seeing the, the demographics changing, not so much the underserved or those who are in the socioeconomic class that we think, well, if, you know, they're probably, you know, would be more likely to be homeless or may more likely be hungry and they don't have the right food to eat. But when we're seeing this change because of the dynamics that's going on in the world. Yeah. Are you concerned uh, it, seeing this? I mean, it always has been a problem, and, it, and we never could, no matter how many people are trying to feed the ho- homeless, it's been since the beginning of time, God said, you know, when it was almsgiving, you know, make, feed the hungry, close, close the, you know, the poor, poor, and, you know, make sure we do the right things. Are you, are you seeing this ramp up for what reason? What do you think is more, is it from COVID, or is this just where we're at? I think it's it's a, a combination. I think it's it's something that has to do with COVID, but then also just the the loss of jobs. Um, you know, people not work, not being able to find employment. Um, also, um, you know, I, I I come from a mental health background, so I have to throw that in there as well. You know, you throw in you know anxiety, depression. You know, the mental health component. Um, you know, that's huge in a lot of the families, especially when families already have the basic, um, that, that don't have the basic needs, which is food. And so now you kind of throw in the mental health piece, and then you start to kind of see a community declining. And we have a lot, there, there's a lot of that. And that's what I want to get to, because, you know, we, you know, we talk a lot on this podcast about mental health and, and wellness and, and fitness. We want right nutrition for folks. How do you turn somebody around? Have you seen anybody that and, and I know you're in t- your background because you got an MSW, you got, um, and, and of course in your work that you do. So your studies and your work in this area is, is I think, is vital. I mean, because yes. that does go hand in hand. Um, many times people cannot help it if, if they do, if they suffer from mental illness, or if there's somebody who's just depressed, or maybe from their circumstances, or maybe somebody using drugs. Sometimes that causes a a bit of anxiety yes. and, and also depression. So where where do you find how do you deal with that? How do you know where to search out that person who comes on that Saturday or that weekend to come pick up groceries or if they need some other assistance? What do you what do you do in that situation? Could you identify that yes. and then pull them out? And how do you approach that and how do you do that? So we have about six to eight intake workers, um, and they're the first people that 
are in communication with those um, clients that are coming in to seek services that day. And, um, you know, we have talked about how do you recognize, but also one of the things that I encourage everyone is we greet everyone with love. Okay. That's Amen. number one. Amen, Sister Beatrice. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we greet everyone right. with love because yeah. we do not know what that person might be dealing with. And not only that, but it takes a lot for someone to come and seek services. So they already f- are feeling, you know, down and out because they're coming through the doors sure. and asking for something that they don't have. And so one of the things is like we greet everyone with a smile. We greet everyone with love and we treat everyone like human beings. No one deserves to be treated anything less than. We treat it, I, I, and that's one of the things that I am such a proponent is just, you know, my thing is just um, being, being love, you know, just, just, just walking in, 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 in abundance of love. And so those are some of the things that we share with one another. So once they come through those doors and we greet them, you know, we love on them, we, you know, what else can we help you with? You know, that's kind of the key right there. And then some people, you know, will let you know, well, I'm struggling with this and this is what I'm, I'm, I'm needing in addition. And so not only do we provide our core services, but now we also have um, social workers and mental health professionals that also also volunteer their time and now we provide that information to those individuals and those individuals will now connect with them and they'll look to see what other community resources and partnerships in the community that we can connect them so whether it's rental assistance or whether it's um, bill you know bill pay light light bills um, anything like that or even mental health services then we start to look at what are the areas that we can connect them with. So and that's something that, um, you know, I have incorporated in with like the Dream Center as well because of the fact that we're seeing such a difference in, in, in the people that we're serving. I, I, it's, it sounds like something that, you know, I can certainly get right. You can wrap yourself around. I mean, it's, it's almost like a one-stop shop, would it be fair there to say? There you go, yes. Yeah, it, it's you can go in and you can get completely vetted and know, well, maybe there's something beyond what you're coming in for, for today that we can serve you over here or this person here can direct you over there. So yes. I, I, I think that is the, uh, that, that's something that it sounds pretty pretty dynamic and, and pretty pretty in-depth. Is your job then to make sure you have the right people there to serve or find those people in that capacity, like social workers or whatever it may be? Yeah. So I, um, I look for some of mental people that have like mental health degrees or anything like that, that would be able to volunteer their services. And, um, you know, just, just once a month or, you know, a couple times out of the month. But also I have interns that are in the mental health field that assist me with that as well. That's a great idea. See, mm-hmm. we're, this is some good stuff to inspire <laughs> others hey, listening. If you're looking to get, I don't know about beta club. Well, beta club hours too for the kids who can help. We do have yes, the beta course, um, from, um, yeah. oh my goodness, the, the one of the local high schools, we mm-hmm. have their beta um, club that come out and they help in the kitchen area in serving the meals to people. We had, I had my daughters do that one year and it's, it was good. They needed to see, they opened their eyes a little bit, see how fortunate we are. But any of us at any yeah. given time could be in that situation. Absolutely. So yeah, I love it. You lit up like I love it. You lit up like a Christmas tree, and she's got that infectious smile. So it is. It is something to see when you when you can treat someone like another human being. You get on the same level because it's it's kind of you know bridging that a little bit. And so the Columbus Dream Center, it just like it would be in Hartford or anywhere else. Do they have different things, or is this just a local name for it, or are there other? centers. I know there are other places that do something similar. Absolutely. Um, 
Well, back in 2001, the, um, the, the person that um, started the Columbus Dream Center, he, his name was Pastor Chris Mitchell, and um, him and his wife um, decided to start the Columbus Dream Center, and it was based off of, they have um, one in California, and it's in Los Angeles, so it was like L- Los Angeles um, Dream Center, and so they kind of took that initiative, and um, they saw that it was needed in the Columbus area, and they started the Columbus Dream Center. God, that makes sense. Okay, mm-hmm. good. So that's, yeah, that makes so sense. So you might yeah. hear other Dream Centers uh-huh. in different cities, um, or even states, um, but yes, that's how it, so how it began. Mm-hmm. And it, and it does feature so you um you know how do you, you know you think about donations and that so that that's a task in itself yes. so to create this this nice platform to get people in here to um you know to maybe even hopefully inspire maybe see their lives change do you see them come in and want to in return give back or is it something that you would hope to see or do you see people trying to get them back on their feet do you walk the path with them or do you see a lot of people just never show up again or do you we see repeaters that keep coming in that maybe seem like they just can't get out of that cycle. Right. And, and I will say a little bit of, of, of everything that you mentioned. Um, you know, we do have our, our regulars that they come every month, um, that need services. And then you might see some that are just sporadic. They'll come one month and then they'll skip like two or three months and then they'll come back. And, um, but you know, I will have to, I'll I'll share a, a quick story. You know, we had one gentleman that came in, um, during Thanksgiving and um, he needed services, and he, and he was homeless, um, living in, in the woods, you know, walking around with, you know, a shopping cart, sure. and um, his hands, I, I always remember his hands, they were so cur- cut up, and he had a bunch of bandages wrapped around his hands, he couldn't even carry the bags, and you can imagine now it's cold, sure. and now he has all of these sores, and, are band- and his hands are bandaged, and so he could not um, lift the bags up, and so um, we had some grocery um, carriages that um, one of our volunteers had donated and so I said take the carriage and bring it back whenever you can don't worry about it because he could not carry the bags and then he had groceries and he was in tears um tears tears and and um you know we and and it's I I when I think of it it just makes me want to cry because I'm just a, a a um, they call me the weeping wife, right? No, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. We have that's right. Yes. We especially during this time of uh, the, our season we're in, and when this podcast is airing here, you you start thinking, you know, you think of the passion, you know, yes. you think of stuff like that, you know, and, and the, but what you know what he's going through, and you see that right. pain and suffering. And so and, that was like in November, and so December he didn't show up, and I said, let me give him a call because we get our clients' information and just kind of do a checkup and sure. say, hey, how's it going? And he said, hey, I just got out of the hospital I had COVID and I could not come to get services he said but I need food great and so I said okay perfect I said we're going to gather some things up for you and I said and we will bring it to you and apparently the hospital that he was in the organization they helped him um, get a motel because he had pneumonia and he was getting over his sickness and so we went to the motel dropped off the groceries and again in tears in tears in tears and he said I just want to I just want an opportunity for someone to give me employment that's all and that's, that's something all. no when somebody says that to you right. that says everything and they're not wanting to be you know you're leading them and if they're not drinking that's on them but the, his Absolutely. man wants to drink he wants yes. to literally be part of something of what we all have that's yes and, 
gosh. And and so what we did was we gave him that, and then I brought him interview clothes. I said, I'm going to bring you some clothes that you can go on and interview. Which you guys provide too, right? Yes. yes. Okay. And um, the following month, which was like January, he came out. And he said, hey, I went on a couple interviews, and he was so excited, again, crying. Every time we had that encounter, it was just, you know, just tears of joy. And, ju- and this is what he said. He said, I've never experienced anyone that wanted to help me so much. That's, what can we say? I mean, that's everything. It, that The name Dream Center, that's why you guys, you, you made his dream come true. It's, Absolutely. It's the that next month he great. came in February totally different man I almost didn't recognize him no bandages his hands were healed clean cut shave haircut dressed nicely and he said I got a job and I got a room mm. and he yes. said I'm sharing that the room it. That's, with someone awesome. he said but because of what you guys have been mm. able to do is feed me clothe me and help me with any connecting with services. So we connected him with housing authority so that he can try to get on, on a list, so that he can get a housing on his own. He said, Everything that you guys have done, I would not have been able to have done it alone. And if those you, are the stories that, If you know, any, anyone hears this, this is exactly what, you know, if everyone could just take the time to just do a little something like this, that would mean, I know many are not capable, or maybe we're, and we're not called to maybe get to the degree where you're at, but we can do stuff like donate a suit or donate some dresses or some uh, some business attire for women or men that could get their lives turned around. That turned his life around. Yes. So his mental state's got to be like toyrific right now. I'd love yes. do and without giving too much. I know what 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 area does he work in now? What does he do? What does he do? Um, he's actually in construction, Good. and he's he's he. But he said he's working his way up, and so you know it's Good just him. the fact that he's someone got a, he's gave got him, him an opportunity. He, he, mm-hmm. And now he's able to shower, which is yeah, something nice that hunt. he didn't have right. uh, the opportunity to do. He's able to shower. He's able, and because we provide hair care as well, you know, he can get a free haircut, free grooming. Um, you know, so we're, you know, we're, we're there for the people that, and if they can't come that third Saturday, because we open every third Saturday, if they can't come in, I've made it a point where they can call um, the office and make an appointment. And now we're serving people throughout the month as well. Oh. Hallelujah. This yeah. is good stuff. This is good. Now, I, lo- I love the smile on your face because this yes. is what tells it all. So where, where was, what brought him to that? A lot of people want to think, what do you, do you, I don't know how much you know of his background. What brings someone to where he was at Down in his specific case before he was uplifted? Yeah, so he said that he had lost his job. Um, and then he wasn't able to pay for his rent. He didn't have any, he doesn't have any family here. Um, and so, you know, because of that, he didn't have any connections and little by little, he just began to kind of tumble, um, and he lost his place and then he was sleeping in the street. Um, he believed in our mission so much that he began to share his experience with other homeless people. And That's and perfect. he would bring in, the t- when he comes in, he'll bring in two or three friends of his to get services as well. Um, and and that to me speaks volumes because it's almost like he knows that we're there for him. And so now he's basically paying it forward, right? Because right. that's what we all want. Sure. When you get to a certain point, then we're able to kind of bring others. Bring others in from it. our experiences and we can we could share that and that and that accomplishment and tell people you can too get out of this. I was there. I was right where you were, you yes. know, and then coming back into it. I, I'm delighted to hear this because I'm trying to think. 
you know, there's so many people and there's a lot of people that are in some real dark places and, and whatnot. The nutrition side now, yes. when we have to eat the food you provide, what are, and I, you know, without me saying, cause I've seen it, what, what are you looking for? And what's the food, you know, a, a general grocery bag will be filled with what, what items? Yeah. So for me, I make it a point to make sure that our, um, organization, the Columbus Dream Center is, is providing fruits, vegetable, um, a protein, whether it's a meat or, um, you know, peanut butter or anything of that nature. Um, you know, in, and not only that, Publix partners with us and they provide, you know, breads and, and bakery items that they can um, also provide. So, you know, we make sure that um, we're including um, in there um, fruits, vegetables, um, rice, um, beans, you know, peanut butter, meats. Um, and believe it or not, meat, there's a shortage in me. And so yeah. that has been difficult. Um, you know, there's been months that they have gone without any meat. And so I try to get, you know, the, the tuna or, you know, chicken breast in a can, you know, even though we're not able to get the frozen meats, then um, I still make it a point to try to find an alternative so that they're able to get those items as well. So like pasta, rice, something to kind of keep them full as well. Um, so there's a variety in, in a grocery bag. And then when we have families that are five or more we provide them with additional um um groceries as well great so, so in in the and so all that makes it makes a difference what do you like to see is somebody in your capacity to know if somebody is not receiving especially children because right. there's a lot of children i saw there too to for them to get the proper nutrition I know it's a one bag of groceries. It's not going to get them through for seven days a week. Right. And I know they get, there's other places they can receive too. But what do you, what do you see is probably the one thing that we really hear is our, just our city. Let's say, you know, we can talk about car, in Connecticut, you're up there, but in this capacity, you've been serving here at the Dream, uh, you know, Dream Center of Columbus. What do, you, what do you think is that, that we need to do better? What do we need to do better to make sure that, we're eating properly here to give us the right nutrition to give us the right because starts with that too as far as the way we feel yes. and how we can you know yes. learn whatever it may be absolutely what, what I think do? it's it's the educational piece behind that um you know my husband and I um have um, talked about you know in, if we had the the ability and the capacity to to open up you know, whether it's a store or, you know, something that we can continue to serve, um, you know, fresh items. So I, I say that the local farmer's market definitely, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a plus. Um, and those are some of the things that we're looking into adding so that we can have. So we'll provide uh, fresh fruits and, 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 and vegetables um, when they're available, but if they're not available from the center that we're, we're getting, getting our foods from, then, you know, we're not able to provide them to our clients. Um, so then that's when, you know, I'll kind of go in and try to look for, like, the, the, a different alternative. Um, but, um, you know, our hopes and dreams is that, you know, we can provide, you know, fresh fruits and fresh veg vegetables every single month. And that's something that we're looking to strive in. That would be really nice. Yes. I know some places too. They do. They have a gardener. I mean, that takes a lot of a lot of volunteer garden. community gardens yes. and stuff. But that's not. That's not easy. I know that takes yes. a different whole thing. But your your niche is really good because it seems like, you know, again, the one stop shop. I like the fact that you're there to 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 vet people. So when we vet them when they're coming in, how do we know? 
somebody's listening and they say, geez, I'd like to go to the one in LA or I want to go to the one in Columbus. Uh, how do we make sure that, you know, we got the right people that, that are in need at that time? Is it something we do, but I know you, you started off with love. It's, it's love yes. first, treat everybody with respect. So you're not going to come at somebody when they walk in and say, Hey, so uh, how do I know that you're really in need? I mean, that's not the approach. Correct. And for us, we ask no questions, um, you know, because we are, um, a faith-based organization as well. Um, you know, we we, you know, we're we're believing that whatever we're doing, we're we're doing it to the best of our abilities, and we're just stepping out in faith and making sure, you know, not making sure, but um, you know, we're doing our part. Is that you know, we're providing people with services. Um, now, on the other end, if they if they don't have the best intentions, well, you know, um, I just say yes. that's, that's based, that's up to them. But, you know, from us, you know, we're, we're no one, I always say no one walks away with nothing. Everybody gets something. Okay. And that's, I just want to make that clear because a lot of people, so they understand that. But I, I believe too, in, in my faith that when you're doing what's right, like you said, that's the main thing in the eyes of our Lord, we got to do what's right, no matter what. But I think that would also rub off and do the right thing for somebody coming in that would know, you know, they, they really, truly, they would feel that or maybe have a a complex guilt complex for a moment to say, I shouldn't be doing this. But I think in, (laughs) in, in, in in terms of what I've seen and being there, I think it's, it's remarkable. So I know it, it, it really lights you up. What, what do we have systemically? What is the, where does it start in some areas? If somebody's not already mental illness is something that you, you can't see it. You don't know, you know, that's why a lot of people get, they're just kind of ignored because they're like, ah, it's up in your head, no pun intended. But, you know, what is the, the biggest case you have that's most challenging? Is it the mental illness? Is it the person who's homeless? What, what are the bigger cases? Maybe I'll, I'll be more specific. What are the ones that you find? Or is it just those who just lost their job? Is it more of the middle class folks or somebody who's in lower income? Or what, what is our, what's your main the, I would say that our elderly population um, is one of the larger ones. Interesting. Um, right. And then from, from there, then I would say, um, you know, it's, it's low-income families um, and then veterans, um, homeless. Um, and then I would say, like, the unemployed are, are you know, the last ones sure. and and a lot of unemployed um, are younger so you're you're starting to see younger parents that you know have children have lost their jobs and so we're we're starting to see more and more of that but our biggest population are the elderly um, and then um, and I always say mental health plays in all areas right sure so Absolutely. it doesn't matter if right. you're rich or you're poor or right. underserved or homeless like mental health plays in in all areas and especially now you know since 2020 with the whole pandemic you know the anxiety and fear and depression and um you know that all plays a part and when, when you don't have the basic services services such as you know a roof over your head clothing or even food um, that you can provide, then that will provide, you know, anxiety. And then anxiety can, you know, promote depression and, you know, continue from there. Um, so um, it's like the Maslow higher um, argue, right? Yes, it's just yes, like you need yes. your, your basic services. And, and, and um, when you don't have that, then that can kind of, 
that can kind of get out of control. Like if you don't um, get the attention and services that you need or you don't know where to go. Um, I know Feeding America, they have over um, 60,000 plus um, food pantries that they partner with. And I always say there's never not enough food pantries to serve the amount of people that are in need. It's still befuddling to me. I just, it's to this day when I hear that and I heard it, you know, feeding the Valley is mm-hmm. a local one here, uh, food bank, even in East Alabama, that they'll say the same thing you just said and, yes. and others in between like, the, you know, Columbus Dreamwork and, yeah. and stuff. So it's tough, but teamwork makes the Dreamwork. There you yes. go. Da-da-da. I love that. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I think the you, dream team. And your dream team is good. I mean, you got to have that dream team. Mm-hmm. So how do we get? How do we get people on uh, on a, uh, a dream team? How are we going to do that? How do we? How do we do that, Beatrice? We got to get more people involved because you yes. can always use those volunteers, whether it's through Beta Club hours, whether it's you know those that are into going seeking that profession, like you said, in social work or maybe some ministry. They could come in and they can get some of their um, internship stripes and at the same time earn some beta club hours. Absolutely. We're, we're, I mean, how's that coordination? That, that's got to be, especially in, as the executive director, you're over the umbrella of this. How, how do you delegate something like that? How do you get that team together to make it work? Yes, it's, it's, right now it's word of mouth and also our social media platforms. Um, and, um, you know, the, the Bridge Church, soon to be Faith Nation, um, right. Um, you know, their members that have been really um, a help right. and a blessing to continue to there. I always say they're like the engine behind the, the sure. Columbus Dream Center. Um, and so with with the partnership of, of everyone, um, you know, we're able to, to make we get over 40 to 50 um, volunteers um, a month that help out at the Columbus Dream Center. So we are so thankful for all of our volunteers because they really are, you know, what makes the organization continue to run. And so when you think about not only do we serve on the third Saturday, and that's when, you know, um, the majority of our volunteers come in to serve, but we also need things to be done throughout the month. And so if you're good with painting, if you're good with pressure washing, you know, we still need to um, keep the building and just the maintenance of, of it all up to date. And so we have people that come in weekly to help out in the clothing bank um, to make sure that when we receive clothing that they kind of vet through things and kind of hang stuff up and you know because we sanitize everything before we put it out if uh, you said you've been to our center yes, right yes okay. and I can see when you have that infrastructure to support all everything you're doing yeah I didn't even think of that too because you do you got to have somebody to maintain the stuff who's, who's going to keep the roof on so it's not leaking you know you got to you got to house all this stuff yeah and you know for everyone to come in every week so there, there's a lot more to this than that meets the eye. Yes, and um, our um, hair care, we just opened back up um, a couple months ago because of the pandemic we had shut down. And so now we're starting to get uh, um, volunteers that, you know, are in the hair um you know, or barbering, mm-hmm. you know, area that they're um, willing to volunteer and just give their time back. And so those are some of the things, you know, sometimes we have people that come in that haven't had their hair washed in, you know, a couple months. Oh, and God, so the yeah, ability, just, uh, yeah, sure. you know, to come in and get their hair washed. And just for that moment, you know, we put a little bit of music on and just kind of create yeah, an environment. Yeah, sure, sure. And so just for that moment, while they're getting their hair washed, you know, someone's praying with them if they would like prayer um, and someone is there, you know, 
know, just kind of um, empowering them that they can kind of get back on their feet. And that's one of the things that we encourage right. is just to make sure that we that no one walks out without receiving you know, those kind of services or feeling empowered or not knowing what to do next. So whether it's someone that has lost, you know, their, their license and, and their, um, you know, social security card, you know, it's just those little things that people get, you know, I don't know where I'm, where I'm going to go. Or we've had some people that have um, been released from um, the prison system and, you know, they've been in there for a long time. And now when they come out, they don't know what to do. You, do. you can't get a job because who's going to say who's going to hire? I mean, that's that's a tough one. Yes. And you do you, they you know, we're, we're here to minister to the to those who, you know, that we want to get to those who are, you know, they pay their debt to society. They, they come out and they just get another chance. And, you know, yes. that's what it was meant to be for them. And and uh, somebody's got to be there to help guide them. Yes. And, and navigate through that. That's to me the most challenging is that I mean, to me, that would be the most challenging because how do you. I guess when you you're washing that person's hair and you got that. You got the, you know, the whole setting with the music playing and, you know, I, and I appreciate that. I can almost feel that to put them at ease and you're praying with them. They get up. It's not like you're shooing them on their way. We'll see you next week. Well, you know, you're not enabling. You're, yes. you're, you're trying to build up and, you know, if in, in their particular case, because I'm sure there's, there may be some that may have a particular disability or whatever, which they can't help. But for most cases, would you say most of the folks besides the elderly are in retirement age, but would that be fair to you? Those are the ones you could say, hey, let's let's get you a job. Let's see if we can try to get you on your feet so you can get, get some work. Yes. Um, thank God that, you know, majority of our volunteers, I would say basically all, you know, they have a heart and, and they're there because they want to serve and they want to help people. And so yeah. even if they know, um, you know, of a place or if they know someone else, you know, you, you'll see that, hey, or, you know, sending a text message like, hey, you know, so-and-so is here. I want you to meet this person. In, or can you go in the back and, you know, help them, um, you know, fill out a job application, a job application. We had one gentleman that helped another one fill out the housing application online. Um, so, you know, so it's those little things like that. If we need to take them in the back office to help them with additional services, then, you know, we have those, that flexibility with our volunteers that they will go on and, 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 and help the individual. So we try to do our best to help everyone that walks through the doors to make sure that, you know, number one, they're loved. Um, and number two, you know, that if they need someone to talk to, if they need prayer, if they need, you know, someone to help them with a job or, you know, we start to connect them with services. Somebody out there, you know, I can tell you there's somebody knows somebody that's a neater in this particular position in their life. They, they may need to be directed. We could send them over to Columbus DreamWorks or find a place in your community that's similar to what you guys do, which is great. Yes. And, I think what we need to do too, we, we'll have a, provide a link here at the bottom here. We have, um, uh, you, you go to Columbus DreamWorks. Dream Center. Dream Center. I keep Columbus saying that. Dream Center. Center. I just said DreamWorks. Gosh, I'm sorry. DreamCenter.com. <laughs> I know only been there. ColumbusDreamCenter.com. It's that easy. Yes. And uh, I think that's a one-stop shop, right? Yes. Okay. One-stop shop. Okay. You can go onto our website if you want to volunteer. You can submit your information for volunteer or if you need services. And then, you know, someone will contact you with um, more information on how you can get serviced or you can come in for volunteer. I think it's good. We need to do it. It's so rewarding. It's, it, it does. It makes you feel really good. And, yes. we, we, and if everyone can do their part. So your last, last thing I want to ask you, what is your, what's your dream? If this, it, what would be the ultimate dream? There's something, and I know it's it, it, the silly thing is I'm uh, speaking rhetorically here that mm-hmm. of course this all ends and it's never going to be again. And of course, right. of course it's not reality, but the reality is what would you want from the Columbus Dream Center? What would be your dream right now? 
Right. I would say my dream is that everyone that walks through those doors, number one, we're able to serve, um, but not also serve, connect them to services, and also help them get out of their situation. When people get out of their situation, it empowers them. Their life changes. Absolutely. And they can be a whole different good. And they, everyone has a purpose to help in society. They, they, have, they have a purpose. So yes. let's get them back on track. That's what you yes. guys are all about. Absolutely. That's, that's fantastic. Well, of course, yes. our executive director here, of course, the lovely, the wonderful, uh, there we go, Beatrice uh, <laughs> and uh, Cassiano Allen. And she is Thank with you. the uh, Columbus Dream Center, and she does a great job. So check it out here at the bottom of our, our page. And, and uh, again, don't stop smiling. Thank You're always smiling. You. Thank and guess you. what? Here's here's something remarkable too. She didn't even shed a tear. You no, did it, but I, I could didn't. feel it. I, didn't. I was trying so hard because I would have with you. You know that. Because I'm just as bad. <laughs> These didn't. guys know that. I'm the weeping Bob. You're the weeping wife. I'm the God. weeping Bob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Now I know. <laughs> That's it. That's okay. it. Okay, but it didn't happen. So so check it out here. Of course, anything you guys can do to volunteer, as Beatrice just said, is so important. You can make yes. such a big difference. So check yes. us out. I, and I will kind of throw this out there sure. also for anyone that wants to donate, whether it's clothing. Thank you. They have the opportunity to donate. Um, also, you know, we provide under, you know, garments for men and women and children. So if you, you know, want to donate some, some clean, you know, um, undergarments for men or women or even children, please do so, whether it's socks or underwear or under tees or anything like that, because we make sure that every client gets a new, not used, new yeah, pair that's of what undergarments. We're looking for. So you take monetary donations as well, obviously. That would yes. Be, that would probably be good too, because in that way you can use that money, the, what, you, what you need to stock those particular shelves. Yes, yeah, and, and I also have a flyer here, which I'm sure I'll, sure. I'll leave with you guys behind, yes. but it's basically um, if an organization um, that you work for want to do a special project, and that's um, creating hygiene kits for um, the people that we serve, we have all of the items here listed for women, a women's kit and a man's kit How as well. How important it is. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, the women's soap, shampoo, conditioner, toothbrush, toothpaste, hand sanitizer, deodorant, comb, nail clippers, lotion, Band-Aids, tissues, chapstick, tampons, and pads, and all that. Those are important things. And, yeah. and when we don't realize that, man, we're shaving cream, razors, chapstick, the whole and everything else is pretty much the same all the way up. So that's yes. awesome. That's awesome. So please donate. That's what she's saying. Anything going on in this particular weekend? What do you have this weekend coming up? Yeah, so this Saturday, our doors open from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And we are go we're partnering with um, Valley Healthcare. And Valley Healthcare is going to bring out their mobile unit. And so they'll be providing like free cleanings and um, services um, for our clients or if anyone that's in need, you know, we're going to be, um, they're going to be there to kind of assist with any dental work or, you know, assessments that need to be made. Um, along with Valley Healthcare, we also have um, the health department um, that will be coming out, um, the Department of Public Health, and right. they are going to be having, like, their mobile unit is also going to be there, and they're going to be providing HIV prevention, blood pressure checks, COVID-19 vaccines, nutrition information, children, um, health um, service information, um, and just anything that, that they need additional services on, they'll be there to answer any questions. So we'll have Department of Public Health and Valley Healthcare mobile units 
this Saturday from 11 to 1. (laughs) Yes, there you go. That is a one-stop shop. shop. Good. Well, this is a one-stop shop. That's great to hear that. So please check it out. You guys do some remarkable stuff. So here's your opportunity. Uh, Good oral hygiene means good heart health and much more. So we're glad they're going to be out there as well doing that. Please take advantage of that. Please come out and volunteer. Please make those uh, donations too for our our women and men and give them those proper hygiene bags that they're looking for here at the Columbus Dream Center. Again, I'm going to say goodbye to you one last time, but never goodbye. You're still here and always welcome. Keep us updated on what's going on, and we'll be back. I want to come out there and and do some time out there as well. Absolutely. You guys are always welcome. Yeah, it's a wonderful experience, everybody who's listening. So you can listen to this right here at WRBL.com. And Beatrice is on there with me, the lovely Beatrice, a wonderful young lady, and she is here to to serve and do the right things. And hopefully you can catch this either on, uh, of course, Apple, Spotify, iHeart. Those are some great platforms. We'll also be right here for you on social media. We're talking about Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. That's my name, B. Jeswald, WRBL. And we'll be able to share where the Columbus Dream Center is and what you can do to help. We'll see you next time here on the Bob Jeswald Show. Beatrice, thank you so much. Thank Teamwork you. makes the dream work. Yeah, that's yes. Right.